is the opportunity for us to, to become the centre of this movement. We want to be known as the Apostle Paul, the next Apostle Paul, the one who's leading God's people to victory. That's how I think they saw themselves. And friends, it is sobering, is it not, to realise that God will judge us for the motives of our hearts. It's God who searches and knows our hearts. And often our own hearts are mixed. We want people to become Christian, but many of us at certain times want to be known as the people who have helped people become Christian. You see, it wasn't just the chains that were wearing the Apostle Paul down. It was those outside. Those outside those prison walls inside the church who sought to undermine him. That would have been a terrible position to be in if you were the Apostle Paul, would it not? But look at his response of maturity there in verse 18. But what does it matter? What does it matter? It's tremendous emotional and spiritual maturity from the Apostle. Paul's desire, an ultimate desire, is to see men and women united with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so therefore, if that's his ultimate desire, he sits loose with his own personal desires. And so he can be generous. He's not enlarging his program, his mission, his cause to support his little ego. He's seeking followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, not followers of the Apostle Paul in his wake. He's seeking to defend and declare the gospel of the Lord Jesus. And here's what's important as I finish here in verse 18. The important thing is, Paul says, that in every way, whether from false motive or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. See, the Apostle Paul is a man of joy. He's a man of joy in difficulty. Why? Because he doesn't care who's preaching the gospel, be it him or others and those others who don't like him. He's joyous because the gospel's getting out. He's joyous because, the, you know, the star player being benched, he doesn't care about his own role. He cares about Christ. And this is wonderfully freeing because we're reminded that the power of the gospel lies in God. The power of the gospel lies not in the one who speaks about Jesus, ourselves. We often feel weak, inadequate. But the power of the gospel lies in God. And the importance of, of the gospel and its proclamation is in Paul's life so outweighed by his personal considerations that he doesn't want them to get in the way by insisting on his personal, settling personal grievances. He was convinced that Christ needed to be preached, even if those preachers' motives were suspect. Now, just quickly as an aside, uh, I don't think that these preachers are false teachers. Paul is very concerned for the content of the gospel. We'll see that later on in the book, in chapter 3, where those who are, um, who are not faithful to the basic message of Christ, those Judaizers, those who are insisting on Jewish 
ritual for Christians, I don't think he's talking about those people here in chapter 1. I think he's talking about those who preach the Lord Jesus and the purity of the gospel, but who have personal grievance against him. And so as long as their antagonism was personal, he didn't ma- it didn't matter to him. It didn't matter. Paul could rejoice that a greater purpose of the gospel getting out there was being served. They were not anti-Christ, these preachers. They were anti-Paul. And so whether or not they were anti-Paul, he could be at peace. In fact, he could rejoice that the gospel was being preached. And so too for us. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice that there are many churches in our area. There are many Christians in our area. Let us rejoice that the gospel goes out. It will go out through us. And I pray and hope and will rejoice that it does. But it will go out from others. Others who we don't agree with in 100%. Agree with entirely. 100%. But God's gospel will go out. It's his work. And we'll rejoice in that. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your gospel. And we pray, Father, that we might learn from the Apostle Paul and his life, that we might rejoice in the gospel being preached, and that you might use us to preach it, regardless of people's response, and that we might see many come to know you. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Please stand as we sing.